0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dodd Pod, your weekly espresso shot of all things DeLonghi, Braun, and much more. This is episode number 10, Double Digits, Woohoo! Recorded Monday, June 8th, 2020. I'm your host, Jamie Waller, and joining me, as always, is my compadre to the north, Graham Anderson. On today's episode, we are going to highlight some recent headlines from DeLonghi and Braun. Hear what the media is saying about some of our flagship products, including the DeLonghi Lavenza All Day Grill, our premier indoor grill, and focus on that product this week. We also get some inspiration from Graham and I as we discuss what we use ours for and how you can inspire your customers as well. Hello, Graham. Hello. How was
1: your first weekend in June? Ah, uh, it was Excellent. It finally yeah. felt like summer summer is here. I had that vibe in the in the air, you know. Um, got out for some walks with the family, so it was nice to sort of walk around the neighborhood and, and it really felt like a felt like we'd sort of turned over a bit of a leaf. So, you know, I would say it was one of the best weekends in recent memory. How about yourself? Well,
0: I know I know. Uh, in Toronto, your summers are only about, you know, 47 minutes long. Mm. So you got to take advantage of it. You know, your summers are not as long as down here in New Jersey. There's,
1: yeah, I mean, there's certainly some give and take living in Toronto with, with the weather. I mean, we kind of seem to get both extremes. Like I was saying last week, it was like 105 degrees Fahrenheit in Toronto one day. And then, you know, it was snowing two weeks ago. So it's kind of been a... It's a roller coaster on a, on a good year in Toronto. So we kind of, you got to take the good with the bad and you got to make the most of your summer. And we're certainly uh, going to have a slightly different summer this year. They still have, I think they have re- reopened the parks in in Toronto, but they've, like all the beaches and everything are still closed. And there's a really, there's mm. a really hefty fine. It's So if you get caught walking on the beach uh, in, in the province of Ontario, it's a $100,000 fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. stay home! Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. So I. Oh Yeah. Boy. They. Uh, I don't know how many, if any, they've actually handed out, but I mean, a hundred grand to go for a walk on the beach. I, I like the beach, but I don't like it that much. <laughs> it's not worth nope. it. It's not worth it. Stay home, enjoy. And besides,
0: you have a jungle in your backyard. Oh. oh! So you don't even have to worry about going anywhere. You yes. can do your own excursion yes.
1: in the backyard. Thank you for
0: reminding me. All right, I'll change gears. All right, fine. fine.
1: What did you fine. get up to?
0: I'll change. Oh, yeah. my weekend. So my weekend, uh, well, it was good. Uh, off the cuff, I don't recall what I did on Saturday, which probably meant I stayed home. But uh, Sunday, we usually have a nice Sunday breakfast, as always. We do uh, pancakes mm-hmm. on the all-day Ooh. grill, which we'll talk about a little bit spoiler. later. Uh, when... Hey, spoiler alert. Uh, pancakes and eggs. Uh, went for a, a little bike ride in our local park. And uh, organized the garage a bit, got some things that didn't belong in the garage, out of the garage, into the uh, crawl space and basement of my house. And I also, in the evening, made an amazing homemade pizza mm. from our sourdough starter named oh, Vinny. Oh, yes, that's right. Yes. You remember Vinny? I remember Vinny. Vinny. Vincent Vincent oh. Van Gogh. Got to give it a name. No, it's so true. That, that is the name. It is horrible. It is horrible. But... The output of the result is delicious.
1: So here's here's the problem I have with naming your dough. Because inevitably you're going to eat it. So now you've given it a name. It probably had a bit of a personality. Knowing you as well as I do now, you likely made a face in the dough or did something else that would sort of personalize it and make it, you know, come to life. And now you're consuming poor Vinny. You know, I don't know if you remember the Simpsons episode where they had Pinchy the Lobster and like, Homer raised Pinchy in the bathtub and it like, you know, then it became very difficult for them to, to eat the lobster. And I would imagine you went through very similar feelings over the weekend with Vinny. Nope.
0: (laughs) Uh, I actually enjoyed every bit of it. So uh, yeah, don't have those same feelings as a lobster. And I have to say, I love lobster as well. What can Mm. I say? However, Vinny is the gift that keeps on giving because you don't consume all of your sourdough starter. You use it in conjunction with the main dish. So you're always feeding Vinny, you're always giving your sourdough starter extra life. Mm-hmm. And you have to keep feeding him. So it's like uh it's like uh plants. You know, we have a, an arrow garden, we have some basil, we have some parsley, you just pick a few pieces out, which I used this weekend for the pizza, and then it just keeps on right. growing. And actually with those types of things you have to. The more you take off the leaves, the better it grows because it actually wants you to
1: take the leaves off and separate. Wait, you have an arrow garden. I do. I always wanted an arrow garden. Does it work? Like, does it actually work? Because that was yeah. my like. It's a yeah. pretty hefty investment for a plastic box and a light. So you, you like, does yeah. it yield a lot of? stuff hydroponics baby hydroponics it is great it's you get everything
0: that started now we ours got a little bit nuts cuz we weren't really using it as much there's six spots in the one that we have yes it's a glorified uh, hydro yeah. garden but or or um you know uh, whatever the word is hydroponics and yeah you it has plant food which is a little liquid that you use to uh, to feed the you feed the water and give it the nutrients and yeah, if you if you don't take care of it, you don't prune it, it can... Mars was growing flowers on the top, like the, the basil plant, if you let it grow too much, um, it starts flowering, which you'd want to take off because that will take the moisture away from the leaves. So it's not bad. We enjoy it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a show about <laughs> food, as we know, and, and coffee. coffee. Mm.
1: Yes. I would recommend
0: it. We got it for like, I don't know, it was like... 50 bucks
1: 75 bucks yeah i think it's 100 bucks in canada and and then you you buy the little pods sort of uh, to keep it going i just i don't know i don't know if i could justify the overall expense because i can you know you can pick up some basil like we're, we're i mean we love basil oregano you know mint we could we could grow um so we've tried to grow some of these in our in our garden outside um but it takes a lot of effort i mean you gotta you gotta pull all the dang weeds around the thing. You gotta make sure it's watered, and you know it's a yep. big investment of time. And and the yield, which which you know in theory should be great, it gets eaten by like different bugs and animals that happen to walk yep. by. So it's yep. then you're you're putting this like mesh around it to try to keep the the animals out of it. And by the end of the day, it's like just just go to the grocery store for goodness sake, and you know spend the dollar for the little lump, um, and call it a day. So I, I don't know. That's why I was wondering.
0: The Arrow Garden is great. Yeah. I mean, we've had it for probably like six months now, and it just keeps giving us more and more. We've we've reduced it down to just two pods for now, just to focus on basil. But what we also bought were the little. Um, we have the the little like plasticky, rubbery pods where you where the seeds are actually in when you buy right. them, and you can put your own seeds in. So we have other seeds. You can just put a couple of seeds in that, throw it in the little plastic adapter. And then water that one. Oh. So uh, we're gonna try that out with rosemary and, and different things. But it's good and it's fun, and um, kids like it too. So I'm sure your your girls will really like it as well. Yeah,
1: she likes she likes watering it, um, but she likes watering it a little too much. So she has this little pink Duh. elephant watering can that uh, <laughs> that we fill up. But it's you know she'll she'll do it once and then she'll say again again, and then it's like well it's already sort of floating. You know, down the down the garden. I think it's got enough water for today, sweetheart. And it's like, you know, then it's a then you deal with the flip out and it's like, is this really worth it? And, you know, just just thought maybe the arrow garden might be somewhere sort of in between. But
0: so the last thing I'll leave you with on that is one way that you can compromise is. With the Garden, there's an indicator that tells you when the water's getting low. And then you can have your daughter take her little elephant and pour it into the Garden, And when it gets to the top, you say, okay, all done. And then every, uh, I don't know, every five to seven days, it'll alert you when it's low and she can do it again. Give it a try.
1: Let me know what you think. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I'll see if I can convince the rest of the family. It's a good investment. All this food
0: (laughs) is making me hungry. It's making me thirsty. And it's making me want to discuss... Some recent PR briefings and media placements. What a perfect transition. (laughs) So that's what we're going to talk about now. That was our pre-show all about basil and pizza and sourdough and Vinny and good weather in Toronto. But we are going to turn gears and uh, we're going to go back and forth on this segment of In the News with some recent placements, PR placements and media placements for various products. And we're going to wrap up on that all-day grill so uh graham why don't you kick us off um with
1: a placement that we had about our flagship manual espresso yes the la specialista was uh recently included in good housekeeping as part of the eight latte machines to buy in 2020 according to the kitchen appliance pros Um, so the la specialista was rated the best latte machine with the grinder and that was thanks uh to the built-in grinder on the la specialista which, as you hopefully know by being as part of DOD, you've taken the modules, you know that you know because of that sensor grinding technology, it measures the exact amount of coffee for single and double shots, um, as you guys know. And hopefully, uh, additionally, the machine has that built-in smart tamping station, which I know mm. from my side that's that was always the the part of manual espresso making that uh, I seem to mess up the most was. If you over tamp it, you know you, you inevitably just either you just the machine arrows out because it, it's not powerful enough to pump the water through, and if it is powerful enough to pump the water through, it usually just drips out and it's over extracted and bitter as all get Ugh. out. Yeah. And then the on the other on the flip side of that, if you don't compact it enough, it just flows through like a you know a river. So that smart tamping station takes a lot of that guesswork and you know concern out of did I do it correctly. Um, not to mention it also makes sure you don't have that mess on your table because you're grinding and tamping oh, yeah. in an enclosed space. So that was really cool to see, um, us get some really good, um, you know, news for the La Specialista, which has been selling like crazy for us. So it's good. Oh, it's good to see. It's, it's done really well, done really well, Graham. And
0: I will say though, when, uh, when I use La Specialista and I get to that part of compacting the coffee Every single time, I feel like a champion. Oh.
1: oh, yeah. but I don't even want to justify that with any reaction. Well, I'll transition us
0: into uh, tamping in general, <laughs> actually, because our next one actually has to do with completely manual tamping. So if we're not talking about La Specialista. We're talking about other manual espresso machines. There has to be tamping involved with an external tamper, of course. So on May 31st, which was just about a week ago, um, Spy, or is it spy.com, they put an article up for the best coffee tampers for espresso enthusiasts. So let's say your customers already have the machine. They have, hopefully, freshly roasted coffee beans. They're using, you know, nice filtered water, uh, clean water they might need a tamper to help them with that even tamping and a weighted tamper is important. Having a tamper that's easy to hold. It's really a part of the experience, even though it's one small component. So what they said about our DeLonghi coffee tamper, they highlighted its weight, which is a, is a nice hefty weight, which helps to produce that even tamp and its compatibility with most pump espresso machines. So not just DeLonghi, many other machines, if customer maybe doesn't have a DeLonghi espresso machine no problem. We won't judge them, but you can use the tamper by DeLonghi. So it's a great tamper, and we actually redesigned the tamper. Um, it actually now has, instead of a, a plastic handle, it's actually a really nice mm-hmm. wooden handle with a beautiful blue paint on it. So it's it's really nice. It's elegant. It fits into the DeLonghi portfolio, and uh, it will tamp coffee excellent every single time because of its weight and the ability to
1: evenly tamp. Yeah. And that... So I, I got my hands on the sample of that tamper oh probably a year and a half ago at this point. And I mm. I, I used to travel around with it because <laughs> you know, this was prior to La Specialista. So when when we were doing demos and, and setting up for big trade shows and that, um, and we need to tamp mostly on the Dedica. Um the Dedica comes with a with the scoop and tamper included, but but this separate tamper really takes the cake. So it's it's really an it's nice that you get a tamper in the box with the with the Adetica series, um, but this one is, you know, heads and tails, uh, easier to use, nicer, you know, more premium. Um, and so I used to carry it around as like, it was like my rabbit's foot. It was my lucky, my lucky accessory <laughs> that I would take all over North America with me um, to make sure that I, you know, I felt confident when I was tamping. So it is a great, great accessory to add. And it's especially if, if a customer is picking up on a, a maybe it's their first pump machine, um, and they're and they're looking to have a bit of an elevated experience. You know, it's it's not a huge sum of money to invest, um, and it, and it's something that really is going to last for honestly as long as you want it to. There's not there's nothing mechanical yeah. about it, so there's nothing really to break down. Um, so it's got it's got lots of life ahead, and uh, it's well worth the investment in my opinion.
0: And the cool thing about it is that the uh, the wooden handle, if you're worried about let's say uh, warping and whatnot from water, the wooden part actually unscrews from the bottom uh, weighted metal part. So uh, consumers can unscrew it and then maybe throw the tamper in the dishwashing machine or just hand wash it if if that's what's needed. So small small component of manual espresso machines, but it makes a very big difference.
1: So that's a that's a great one. It's funny, it's your little lucky yeah. charm when you're when you're traveling. It was. It's good to have back when have. we traveled. Um. Yeah, it was it was something I would I would toss in my uh, my laptop bag. I did get get pulled aside once by uh, by the uh, border agency TSA because mm-hmm. it I guess the metal piece sort of uh, alerted them to something interesting. So the the individual that pulled me over was sort of dumbfounded with why I would carry a tamper along with me. It's not a weapon. It was <laughs> I just had to explain that I'm, a, you know, I'm an espresso enthusiast and I can't go with anywhere without my tamper. It's funny.
0: I, it, you know, I would say that the, the border agents and the TSA, et cetera, they, they probably go home and go, you're not going <laughs> to believe what I just experienced. This person had 16 pounds of coffee in their bag, one pair of underwear, half of a sock yep. and a yep. tamper. I, I, you know, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, tampers and coffee machines, let's talk about something very much similar to that.
1: Portable yes. air conditioners. Wow, now that's a segue. I feel like you were working on that one for Ooh. a while. I um, waiting for about yeah. six minutes. <laughs> so uh, we did get a really nice placement in Review.com um, titled, If You Need to Keep Large Rooms Cool This Summer, This is a Solid Pick. And it was, of course, referring to our PAC EX390 model, which is our newest addition to the DeLonghi Portable Air Conditioner family. Um, and it includes some really cool technology cool. It's called cool surround technology. Yeah, yeah you, you, you got there. that one. See, See I'm not as there. smooth as you, but I get there eventually. Um, You're getting there, though. A year and a half to two years of yeah. knowing each other, that'll will do that. Yeah, you've unfortunately <laughs> rubbed off a little bit. So this cool surround technology is, is very interesting. It, up until now, the thermostat was built into the actual air conditioner unit itself. So you would set the temperature that you want on the, on the air conditioner, and then... You know, in a, in a lot of cases, it's sort of the AC sort of sits by the window. Well, it has to sit by the window or at least within four feet of the window. And then inevitably, mm. you're, you're probably sitting on the other side of the room or, or somewhere, you know, sort of away from it. And so if you set the temperature for 72 degrees at the, at the air conditioner, if you're sitting on the other side of the room, you know, the machine's turning off because it's 72 degrees around the room, around the, the unit itself. But around you, it could be significantly warmer. So we thought that was a little bit of an issue. So um, now what we've done is we've, we've kept the thermostat built into the air conditioner unit, but we've added a second uh, thermostat that's actually built into our new remote control, which is really cool. It's sleek looking. Um, and so the idea is you, you set the temperature you want, you take the remote control with you to the couch or whatever it is you're sitting, and now the air conditioner will cool the space um, where you're sitting because it's using the remote control as the thermostat so it's uh it's bluetooth so it's it's wireless um it doesn't require you as the user to you know sync it up or anything it comes sort of pre-synced out of the box um and the the next inevitable question is well what if what if you want to use the thermostat in the actual air conditioner uh, you just simply uh put the remote control in the uh, holder um that's on top of the uh of our new air conditioner and it will default to the uh thermostat built built into the unit so it's a really cool new addition um and new piece of technology for our uh, ever-growing portable air conditioner family that's very cool
0: man you don't think about it but if you're uh you know eight feet away from the ac well it doesn't know what temperature you are so why not have a thermostat right next to you and it's funny it makes perfect sense because just last night and um I was, I was um, watching TV, and it had the AC on. It was a little warmer. And um, I had my pack in the corner of the room, and my thermostat for my house is actually on the opposite side of the living room. And so even though I had set it to 68 Fahrenheit on the pack, the thermostat on my wall kept saying 74, 76, and it wasn't getting mm-hmm. cool. Well, that's because the pack said, all right, well, in my area, it's 68 degrees, I don't know what's going on in your thermostat. So having that remote on the couch with me would allow the the compressor to stay on and continue to cool the room so
1: that I'm cool, not the unit itself. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's a a real Mm -hmm. sort of, you know, kind of looking in hindsight, it's a real obvious addition. Um, Now that the technology is caught up and it's easy that you can get a thermostat built into a remote control that has a few other pieces of electronics in it. You also need a way to connect it wirelessly that's not going to eat through your batteries. So it's uh, and it doesn't do that either. This is sort of that low frequency Bluetooth technology, so mm-hmm. it doesn't take up a lot of battery power. Um, so you, yeah, it's it's a great little addition to the family, and and a huge thanks to Review.com for uh, calling it out and doing a nice little uh, placement on it for us. Thanks, guys. Well, we got one more to talk
0: about and then we're going to focus on the actual product itself. So, one of my favorite magazines actually and publications, it's called Southern Living, and I love like soul food and I love, you know, being able to try different things, you know, throw lots of butter in there and make it delicious. But Southern Living, they have an article called the 10 compact grills that'll turn a small space into a countertop cookout. And they featured the Lavenza All Day Grill. And in this case, it was the model, it's the CGH-1030D. And they say that this model is worth the splurge. That's awesome. It is a premium model. So they say it's worth the splurge. It comes with all of the bells and whistles. They are so right about that. You can grill, griddle, waffle, and even broil before tossing the dishwasher safe plates into the wash for a quick cleanup. Now, broiling. Broiling. All right, we're going to talk about that in a moment because, Graham, you've had a lot of experience with the DeLonghi Lavenza All Day Grill. I love it. I love it so much. I still remember when I first started at the company, you took me through the products in our showroom, and you focused on the All Day Grill, and I went, oh, that's cool. I mean, I've seen um, I've seen those similar types of grills by former heavyweight boxing mm-hmm. champions, to not be mentioned. They're all great. They do a great job. But then you showed me this, and I was blown away at some of the facts that you don't think about when you're looking at it. You just go, ah, it's a grill. You put some food on it, you cook it, and that's it. But there's a lot more to it. Um, It's a part of our Lavenza collection. So that's why we're calling it the Lavenza All-Day Grill. And it really is an all-day kitchen expert. So, Graham, why don't we spend a couple of minutes um, talking about the All-Day Grill. What is the Lavenza collection? And then, just like you did for me, if you could take (laughs) our
1: listeners through... What's more than meets the eye when it comes to our old egg? Yeah, this is uh, this is such a phenomenal product. So first and foremost, you mentioned it's part of our Lavenza collection. So Lavenza, where it sort of stems from, and we launched this collection at least two, maybe three years ago. Now it's hard to tell. Um, but there's a river uh, that that flows through Treviso, Italy, which is where our headquarters uh, is located for Delonghi, and it's uh, the the Lavenza River. Um, And it actually means lively. And so we thought it was a good name uh, to put forth for our new collection that sort of shared a lot of design elements that were consistent. So we wanted something that was really high-end, full stainless steel body. Um, We wanted something that had similar look and feel from a knob standpoint that it was really premium to use, Um, you know, digital displays. So within our Lavenza, Lavenza collection, we have ovens, we have grills, we have deep fryers, and they all sort of have this, that same look and feel of very premium. Um, and some of the really interesting upgrades that, that uh, I came to learn about our all-day grill, uh, first and foremost, embedded heating elements in the plates. And, and this is something that's a quick little demonstration on your sales floor, Um, and it's something that makes a world of difference in the quality of the food that you're, um, that's, that this machine will output in terms of its cooking, because generally speaking, these, uh, countertop grills will have the heating elements built into the actual machine. And then you place the, the different plates on top of it. So you may have grill plates or flat plates or waffle plates, and they sit on top of the, uh, the heating element. What's different about ours is that every single individual plate has a heating element embedded in it. And so what that means is you're not sort of relying on sort of this non-contact heating. the, The element's inside the plate, so it heats up super, super fast. I mean, you can go from like not even being plugged in to 480 degrees in less than two minutes. It heats up super fast. Uh, it's also very, very precise because the elements in the in the actual cooking um, plate, we can very precisely heat up that plate. So you're not going to have hot spots and cool spots. And that's something that we noticed when we did a lot of competitive testing. Um, our, our competitors, if you left like a you know a steak across the uh, the plate itself, parts of the steak would burn. Other parts would be undercooked. And that was simply because they didn't they didn't have the same heat distribution that we got because our heating element was embedded in the plate. Now, the next logical question that I always got was, okay, that's great that it's been sort of embedded, but that means I can't put it in the dishwasher, right? You can't put electric sort of heating elements in your dishwasher. And the answer is absolutely you can, because it's completely sealed inside of the, the actual the plate itself. So no water can get in. And the only, the only sort of place where water could potentially get in, if, if it was pierced, it uses we use a silicone that actually self-seals. So if let's just say by accident it got poked with something sharp or or cut with a knife for some reason, don't know why you would have the the plate flipped over and cutting it, but let's just say it it hit a knife and it cut it, the seal, the silicone that we use will actually seal itself. So even if you did do it, water still wouldn't have a chance to get in. So that's how we can say that it, you know, you can throw it in the dishwasher safely. Um, makes cleanup an absolute breeze. It's also non-stick. the The top is non-stick, so it's really easy to uh, to keep clean as well, regardless what you're cooking. So I mean, there's so much more I can say about it, but that to me is a sort of the number one thing that separates this grill from all others. You let me tell you
0: that right there. I was waiting for you to say that because that gets me every single time. I tell someone whether it's a new hire or I'm in a store. And, and I tell them that it has a self-sealing seal <laughs> that will close up itself if something happens, God forbid. And it's just like, what? That's amazing. Now, again, this is all about safety. It's all about convenience. It's that great build. But at the end of the day, those steps have to be taken in order to be able to get those embedded heating elements inside of the plates themselves. And it's just incredible. And it's three sets of plates on this model. Now, we have the 1020, which has two sets of plates. Uh, grill and griddle. And then the third set of plates for the 1030 are those waffle plates, which I think it's so cool that the machine knows when the waffle plates are put on. So when you look at the control panel, it's got two dials, independent dials for the top and the bottom, and an LCD. When you pop those waffle plates on because of the orientation of the connectors, it knows right away that you put waffle plates on and it knows what temperature to set that heating element to so that you get the perfectly cooked Crispy on the outside, uh, soft on the inside waffles, perfect every single time. I and mean, these are full-size waffles. These are deep grooves to hold that butter and that and they, um, and syrup and any other you know fruit syrup, et cetera, what you want to use. It's just absolutely amazing.
1: Absolutely amazing, yeah. Graham. The, um, so the unit itself, uh, sort of you have the different plates, the cooking plates. It's also important to note that the floating hinge really plays a big part as well. Um so oh, yeah. a lot of the other grills um that don't have the hinge setup that we do sort of you know the top if you can sort of see this here just sort of goes over top there's no hinge it doesn't float right. so if you have a big hefty sandwich stuck in there you sort of you get this very uneven cooking cuz you're kind of cooking on an angle so to speak um so some of those uh, boxer style um <laughs> you know grill tops will, ah, will yes, close yes, yes, this way but ours with that floating hinge we're actually cooking on top and bottom so it's a nice even mm-hmm. cook, um, especially if you're trying to to melt. You know, if you're doing a, a you know sandwich or something where you want to grill on the top and the bottom, you want that cheese to melt, you get a nice even uh, cook to it. But it also has another really cool uh, feature because it does uh, float. You don't have to have it touching food; it will float. So one of the other cool things and demonstrations that we did and continue to do with this product is you can actually bake. You can bake inside of this grill. So if you take the flat um, top and bottom, you can put in. Uh, you know, we, we use cookie dough. You just put it like you would put it in your oven, and in you know less than ten minutes, you can go from like the machine not even started up to you know freshly baked cookies um, right in your right in your all day grill. So like when we say all day, I mean this is this is breakfast, lunch, dinner. This is, um, you know, you can bake in this thing as well. It's incredible how versatile this product is. Um, and I remember the one thing that that I really appreciated about it was because it was electric, I could use it uh, in my condo out, outside on my balcony, and that was the one thing you know, living living in the condo units that that I did a few years ago, you know, we weren't allowed to have, oh, you know, open air cooking. so we weren't allowed to have barbecues on the on the uh, balconies or anything. And you were sort of resigned to using the communal barbecues, which, you know, unfortunately, no one really took care of and uh, left a lot to be desired. And plus, I didn't really feel comfortable going up and down an elevator with like raw meats and cooked meats. And yeah, it wasn't a good scene. So this allowed me to just plug it in outside and, and still sort of mimic, albeit not the barbecue taste, but it mimicked the, you know, being able to cook outside and the results are still fantastic.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it's, there's so much that you can do with the all day grill. Uh, You know, I talked about this earlier in the episode where we have our Sunday morning breakfast and actually it's become so routine every Sunday that I now set everything up the night before so that when I get up in the morning, I can just start, start cooking. So we do, we do pancakes and eggs. And um, and what we do is I have the, uh, the all day grill open 180 degrees. So I get two flat top surfaces I will um, I will mix up my pancake mix, and I have uh, Aunt Jemima's complete, which means you just add water. <laughs> it's that simple. You just add water to it. Uh, th- this past Sunday, I decided I'm going to simplify the mixing process, and I used our MQ-9 with the balloon whisk attachment. And literally in a third of the time, quarter of the time, it took – I mixed it up easily and then had the all-day grill on – I think it was 375 Fahrenheit – and I created a beautiful, beautiful collection of um, of pancakes. And then I used our Lavenza oven, our countertop oven, with the keep warm function to keep the pancakes that I just made warm. And then I was able to make more pancakes. And then once that was done, wiped it down a little bit, nonstick, so it literally slides off. Um, and I didn't have to use any cooking spray. I took my eggs, threw them right on the flat top, and made my eggs that way. So I had pancakes, I had eggs. All from the All Day Grill, so you can do, you know, steak on one side, eggs on the other. That's that's your steak and eggs combination. There's just so much you can do: salmon broiling, mm-hmm. grilling, paninis,
1: you name it. Cookies, yeah, cookies. Oh my God, cookies mm-hmm. on a
0: grill. Why do you do that?
1: You need the you, you need the All Day Grill that with the floating hinge. Um, to, yeah, it, it's it really is a phenomenal product, and and it's well built too. I think that was one of the things that. I, sort of you notice right out of the gate because it's part of that Lavenza line it's really well built it's really hefty this is you know this is not a lightweight machine this is something that that is a heavyweight, um you know and for a few reasons but it actually it actually has a really solid weight to it uh, because it's quality parts uh that that we use in the manufacturing I mean this is something that has been built to last years and years and years to come so it's you know it you you may notice if you see it on your sales floor next to some of those lesser priced uh, competitive units, you may see a bit of a price jump to the uh, to the DeLonghi Lavenza all day grill. Take a second, take the plates off, hold them, feel the quality, feel the weight of them. You know where is that heating element embedded, and what does that mean to your customer in terms of the quality of food that you're gonna you know be able to, to cook on this unit? Does it have independent you know, temperature settings for the top and the bottom? Can you, you know, as you did, Jamie, uh, you know, on Sunday, does it open up to the full barbecue mode, as we're calling it, where we get the, you know, two independent cooking stations? Does it come with the different grill sets? Do you get the grill plates and the waffle plates? Is that all included as well? And as you start to break it down, you'll notice that there's a lot of added value, um, you know, in the box with, with the DeLonghi All Day Grill. And um and your customers are gonna love it. I mean it's it's something that we use all the time in our house. Jamie, I know you you use it all the time in yours as well, and it uh it really fits in perfectly with you know the the high end sort of look and feel you know if you have stainless steel appliances, it's something you're not embarrassed to put out. And I think hopefully as you know as we get back into having you know more people over for dinners and parties and that, we've used it a lot in the past just to sort of keep food warm as part of like parties and and you're proud to put that out on your countertop um, because it looks so dang good <laughs> it's beautiful it is a beautiful appliance
0: uh, when i stopped being when i stopped being ocd about my countertop being nice and clean and and just empty maybe just with my fully auto i have the all day grill out and it looks beautiful and you know when we have people over or we're ready to make something it's just it's it's built really well um, obviously made by Delonghi, so you know that it's that premium, uh, great build, um, great support. If you have any questions, something happens with the machine, those customers will be able to contact us. But it is an amazing product to wrap up our episode this week. That's our product focus, and um, you know we're we hope that when things get back to normal, get back to usual. Uh, you'll be able to obviously recommend these products to consumers. Obviously, hopefully you've you've learned a thing or two about what we have in our media placements, which we gratefully appreciate. As always, you can always find all of this information, of course, on Dodd, com. earn those points, take those Dodd Pod quizzes. So there's a quiz with every single episode of the Dodd Pod. 10 points per quiz. So we have... Ten episodes now, that's a hundred points that are up for grabs. We always appreciate you listening to us and we want to reward you for that. Graham, any uh
1: any closing remarks on your part, sir? Nope, just continue to stay safe and uh, eat well and uh and looking forward to uh seeing everybody back in the stores. I think I I had a you know, really good read a lot of news articles this weekend and it looks like things are starting to sort of get back to a little bit of what it used to be so nice to see stores reopening again and, and we've got to get people back and in, back into work and and you know start interacting with people again i'm looking forward to it yeah absolutely
0: i couldn't have said it better so i won't <laughs> it's uh you know everyone just be safe love one another and um you know be well as always and we always appreciate your time guys So this has been the Dodd Pod for this week. I've been your host, Jamie Waller, joined by my counterpart to the North, Graham Anderson. We'll be back next week for more on Belonghi, Braun, and so much more. Until then, stay caffeinated, my friends.